Hello, everyone. Oh, hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics, <laughs> weekly podcast where these two guys and occasionally this loud, annoying dog. Hi, Honey Bear. Hi, Honey Bear. We uh, watch an old movie and grumble. Because <laughs> we're like every puppy, apparently. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what EPG means, but apparently this movie is EPG. Has EPG? I don't know how that word is. Works. EPG because it's also eerie. Okay. Apparently. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. We're watching To Kill a Mockingbird this week. Yay! And Amazon says it's eerie. Um. I don't know what kind of crack Amazon is smoking. I, I don't know. I've not seen the movie. I don't. Oh, you haven't. I don't recall reading the book even. I oh, may damn, this will be fun then. I know the gist of the story. Yeah. Gregory, Gregory Peck <laughs> is a lawyer. Yep. And it's what, Alabama? I think so. And naturally, racism, racism, racism. Yep. There's a courtroom scene with... Maybe I don't remember how the story goes. <laughs> uh, kids, racism, and a lawyer. That's no, no, that's the gist of okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Scout is fantastic. I think she was nominated for an Oscar. Oh, I don't remember for sure, but <laughs> don't eat the thumbtacks, honey bear. Jeez. <laughs> no, it's good enough. No, it's not. No, Just it's deal not. with it. Oh my god. So racism? Uh, lawyers, lawyers, and and kids. Well, you've seen this before, haven't yes. you? Oh yeah. Well, you've read the book too. Things. What are you doing? No, you don't know what's going on. I don't want to ruin that for you. Okay, fine. Um, you you got the gist of it. That's what we need. Okay, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. Okay. Having just watched that Simpsons episode involving To Kill a Mockingbird, I know there's a scene reading the Bible sitting on a porch as the mob comes. Yep. So, mob mentality? Oh, yeah. Yay! <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh, boy. If I recall, the main lesson of this story is to uh, stand up for what's right, even if yep. everyone around you doesn't is agree a with you. Ass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Honey bear. Stop munching your feet. No. You're going to get fired again. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) Well, um... (laughs) Could could we permanently fire? Is that a thing that we can do? Yeah. Yeah? Good. Just bitch about it in the other room, though. Yeah, but that'll be in the other room. (laughs) While I don't like to hear a honey bear whine, it's better than watching her munch on her back foot. Eat her own foot, yeah. (laughs) But we have a movie to watch. We do. How about we go watch the movie? I think watching the movie will be a nice distraction from this thing. From the current entertainment? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I'd qualify that as entertainment. I'm not really a foot guy, but... (laughs) I'm sure there's some forums on the internet that would go nuts for that. Yes. 
Peggy Hill related <laughs> foot websites, yes. Yep. We're not talking feet. We're talking racism. The children in the South. Uh, well, uh, let's go get started so we have something to talk about. Hooray! We'll be back for intermission <laughs> impressions and... Um, less dog. Less dog, yes. <laughs> we will be back. Well, what do you think so far? I understand the eerie descriptor now. Yeah. Like, yeah. knowing what I knew of the story and then seeing it be described that way, I'm like, why? I had totally forgotten about the Boo Radley stuff. Oh, yeah, there's that, and it's it's like kids eerie where yeah, you, know, you tell the story, see the whole thing from their perspective. The yeah, and it's all told from their yeah. point of view, which is amazing. Yeah, to tell a story of this caliber from the point of view of kids who don't really know what's going on, but still kind of know what's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The is... scene we just saw in front of the jail. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and it wouldn't have gone that way if it weren't for the kids just showing up. Yup. That makes that scene more interesting, knowing it was in front of a jail. Yeah. Instead of just in his house. Yeah. But I don't think I ever did read this book. <laughs> There's some of this I sounds familiar, like shooting the dog and yeah and whatnot, but I definitely don't recall a lot to the story. But I think I know what happens. Yeah. Pretty sure I know who did it. It's kind of <laughs> obvious, isn't it? In a disgusting way. What do you mean? Well, the, um, what's his name? Tom Robinson? Yeah. On trial for raping yeah. a little girl. A little white girl, if I got uh, that correct. I don't think it was a little white girl. I think she's like a teenager or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's grown-ish. Yeah. drunk guy's daughter. Yeah, yeah. And just the way he's been acting and... The way he was looking at Scout at one point in the car. Pretty sure he done the deed. Or am I playing on stereotypes now? You may be playing on stereotypes, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to spoil that for you. Spoilers! Um, That'll come later. Yeah, no, that definitely comes later. Uh, yeah, this is not going how I thought it would be. I thought it was a lot more uh, courtroom lawyer drama. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, very much slice of life. Mm-hmm. and Coming of age a little. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the shit Which, kids get into and what they learn from that. God, yeah. I Kids should be allowed to run wild more often. I have a continuity issue, though. Okay. All of a sudden, it's next summer. Is it? Yeah. Did I miss that? Yeah, summer. We had the first summer. We meet Dill, the kid from Mississippi, yeah, yeah. and we always set up everything. And yeah. Then they go to school. Yeah. There's a couple bits involving school. Yeah. And then old scout narrating says and then summer came again and dill came back it's oh, now right, a right. whole year later practically well remember it's happened with the trial yeah atticus and... mentioned that the he got a continuance yeah i know he postponed the, the yeah trial, yeah but that's quite the postponement isn't it that is quite a bit of a postponement uh i'm not saying it's i don't know why I, didn't, but... I, don't, I don't know how i missed that but yeah that's a little it's weird a little weird. I don't know why we needed to do that. I feel like everything could have happened in the span of the summer and like the very start of school. Yeah. But so far we don't really need I think we that want... school part of it, aside from just getting insight as to how the other kids react to what's going on with 
Atticus. Well, it's part of Scout's development. True. She has to wear a dress, just this like is, all the girls. This is Scout's story. You gotta remember that. It's true. And we had to get Dill back. That's, why we, that's why we had to go to the next summer. Fair enough. Dill is fun, and I don't quite get why we need him, but it's okay. We do need him. Yes. Okay. He's Dill. Sure we do. Wouldn't be right without him. Okay. Um. <laughs> I figured that. I'm just, I, I don't quite get why he's there, but I'm sure he needs to be there. Yeah. It's okay that he's there. Yeah. It's interesting that Scout and Jem keep calling him Atticus. Yeah. And that's... he's okay with that. I mean, I... it's not that big a deal, but normally a bigger deal is made about stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Call me Dad! Yeah. Don't address adults by their first name. Call them but Mr. It, or Mrs. It speaks to his character, too, though. In what way? I was trying to figure it out. But he's not going to try to correct his kids. Uh, from Scout's telling, Jem just started calling him Atticus. Right. She calls him Atticus because Jem did. And it's not a big enough thing to make a deal about. Yeah. Like with other stuff, like fighting the kids. And, yeah. Okay. It does no harm, and it's they're not disrespecting him, so what's the problem? True. Though some people may think that it's disrespecting him. Yeah, but uh, again... Fuck those people. <laughs> yeah. That's very much a thing in here. Yeah. I'll give a shit what other people think. Yeah. Because they're probably wrong. Well. Which is a slippery slope that we need to avoid a little bit. Because not everyone's always wrong. Because you are not always right. Yeah. That's yeah. true, too. Yep. Just remember that. Yep. Now I say that and I'm trying to think what Atticus has done that wasn't right. I can't really think of anything just yet. Well, there's probably some stuff in his past. That's why he doesn't shoot anymore. There's that, yeah. Despite being the best shot in the county. Yep. Yeah, there um, had to be something why we had the, the rabid dog scene in there. Um, Beyond just, you know, having the kids see it and having that be another part in the, the myth of Dad. Well, yeah, it's developing the character of Atticus. He can shoot. Mm-hmm. He chooses not to. That's why he doesn't want Scout fighting, too. He doesn't want Jem to have a gun yet. Yep. And there's a reason behind it we just don't know yet. Yep. Okay. I don't remember if we ever get why, but it's... I mean, that's a very telling character trait. There's several telling character traits in here. Yeah. Including mob mentality. Well. <laughs> they didn't hesitate to start roughing up those kids. Nope. They would have done it, too, if Someone didn't stop him. Yeah. And that's mob mentality. Do yeah. first, think later. Yeah. Yay. You need a certain amount of that in life, but it gets too much and you get mob mentality. It's a context thing. Yeah. Depends on the situation. Yep. I'm liking this so far. It's not too problematic. No. There's a couple little things, like walking like an Egyptian. Yeah, yeah. Which that's a little... Thing. The Black House servant, but I mm-hmm. mean, that's Alabama in what year is this? The 30s? 32, I think, I think is what they yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. I... No, 33 if it's the next summer. Yeah. It was kind of weird that Atticus said, Oh, yeah, we're poor, despite me being a lawyer and being able to afford a servant. Yeah. But we're not poor like they're poor. Yeah. The farmers. It was just kind of weird that conversation. Yeah, I didn't 
I mean, I get it because I mean he's he's working for nuts and collard greens, right? So he's not like what we think of as a lawyer now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not pulling in five hundred an hour. Well, no, he's a small town lawyer. Yeah, but he still has a house and a house and a servant and have people in his employ. Yeah, and a car in Mm -hmm. the 30s. And Um, raised two children. Yep, by himself. I mean, yeah, there's Calpurnia, but yeah, she's he has the kind of essential to that. (laughs) Yeah, he has the income to do all of that. Yeah, I wouldn't call that poor. Compared to other lawyers, I guess, but... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I, that, that that kind of bothered me. Yeah, it's just a weird conversation to have there. Yeah. And it's mighty uh, bold of the kid to ask in the first place. I don't think I ever asked my parents well, about financial stuff like that when I was six. I think they're also, like, he is poor in the sense that everything he has is functional. Because he was, remember, he's mm. talking about the watch. Mm-hmm. And how he's going to be passing it on to Jim. It doesn't have much got, of value. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have anything of value. Everything he has is functional, necessary for life. Mm-hmm. And being not poor means being able to afford luxuries. So, Hi. you know, having fancy jewelry and... Two cars. A couple of watches. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Good enough. Though there are two watches in the house. Atticus just doesn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's clear that Boo Radley is this uh, red herring throughout here. Then he's the one leaving the stuff in the tree. Well, he's definitely leaving the stuff in the tree, yeah. I forget what what else happens with him. There's there's stuff. The pants getting caught in the barbed wire. There's stuff with him coming up, but yeah. So far, he's a Maris-like character where you hear all these <laughs> fantastic, outrageous things about him, but you never see him. We saw his shadow. No, oh, that's true. That was uh, vague <laughs> enough. It could have been anyone's shadow, no, but I suppose true. we're we're, we're supposed, we're to, supposed know that. to believe that's Boo Radley. Yeah, because he's the boogeyman of the town. The what was the word they used? Um, maniac. Was it Maniac? Could they call him a Maniac? Maybe. I don't Um, remember. No. We have bigger issues in here, though, with mob mentality and uh, drunkenness. Yep. Sure, we'll see more of that. Kids telling other kids their daddy's an end lover. Well, that's racism for you. He's a lawyer. He's doing his job. Yep. Oh, you don't think he should do that much of his job in this situation? Well, then what do you have against work? People don't want to work anymore. <laughs> I think I think that maybe, if I remember correctly, that's a big part of why the trial was delayed. It was so that he could build a defense. Fair enough. I was just impressed that a postponement was like a year, almost. Yeah. Well, I mean, nothing takes that long nowadays. I suppose for a lot of for a lot of cases, it's nine months, a year year and a half sometimes. Depends on what else is on the docket, though. Oh, yeah. I would think small Alabama County probably didn't have too much going on. Yeah. Especially during the Depression. That's why he had to ask for the extra time. Mm. All that, and he wanted people to cool off. Which there was, was clearly uh, smart. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it mattered. I, 
well, you want the mob to come to the courthouse or come to the jailhouse in the middle of the night rather than sitting in the jury pool while you're having the trial. It's let them get their mobbiness <laughs> without actually doing damage and then cooler heads prevail at trial. That's a fair point. Mobbiness. That's a good <laughs> word. Yes. Might be using that more in the future here. <laughs> what sort of mobbiness is in our future? Yeah. I had forgotten how the story was told totally through the eyes of the kids, and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Not enough stories are told that way. And a story like this just makes it all the more interesting. Yep. There's this innocence to it that sort of makes you think about what all the adults have been doing. Whether or not it's right what they've been doing. Yep. For the most part, it hasn't been all that right. Nope. I suppose there's excuses that could be made. It was the depression, you're desperate, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Uh, Exactly. Nope. Shall we get back to it? Yes, please. We'll be back for our curtain call and a gavel of some kind, I would imagine. Yep. Bringing down the hammer. Ah, damn, that's a great movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I was wrong, slightly. Slightly. I was playing off stereotypes. <laughs> which are very much in here. Yes. Yeah, that's the one thing. This movie definitely plays to the stereotypes. Mm-hmm. It's very, yeah. It's it's not outright. Like, it, it's... Uh, I mean, it's not... It, well, now that I say the closing that, argument. Yeah, there's the closing argument and the whole issue of proving which hands were being used in the trial. Yeah. Like, why didn't they get Tom to also write his name? They didn't even bother to pursue that. It was just the assumption that Tom's black, so he can't read and write. Instead, catch this thing I throw at you. Well, it was more dramatic that way. I guess, but that still kind of bugged me of... He had the white guy write his name to see what hand he's writing with. Yeah. But for Tom, oh, I just can't use my left hand because it's cotton gin accident. Yep. Why didn't they have him try to write his name? Were we just supposed to assume that he can't? I never thought about it that it way. It bugged me. But, yeah, no, I, I see your point. Yeah. Huh. I liked the route we took with that courtroom story, though. Yeah. Putting the moves... On top. <laughs> Which, I mean, we're talking the 30s, so yeah. yeah he that's... definitely says in our society right now, that is a taboo. Yep. That is a down upon. This was 40 years before Loving v. Virginia. Yeah. You know? And this is Alabama. Mm-hmm. Rural Alabama. So, so I, I yeah. get it now of she put the moves on him and he was like, no, no. Let me the fuck out of here. And then... Daddy Cotter. Drunk dad then beats down the girl and... Yep. Says, oh, well, she got these from him. Yep. Which makes more sense, because once she got on the stand, I was like, well, what's she gonna say? Yeah. She just backs up the lie. Well, because, again, she's covering for her own guilt. Mm-hmm. She has committed the societal faux pas of wanting herself a black man. And committed perjury over it. Yeah. 
Which we don't mention at all in here. No. Because it's... Atticus even says, she's committed no crime. And I'm like, um, perjury. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perjury is a crime. But perjury had to be proven. Well, yeah. And he sort of proved it, kind of, but he didn't drive it home. No. Because that wasn't what he was trying to do. No. And then we get how Tom dies, which is still relevant today. Yeah, mm. very suspicious. Right? Shot oh, him just he, he, he him. ran, and I was trying to wound him. Ended up killing him. Whoops. Yep. Yeah, if you're needing to shoot someone, shooting to wound is stupid. I still question whether or not he actually ran. So, well, yeah. we don't see it. Nope. Everything in this story, the kids saw. So it's all from their point of view, and we definitely didn't see that. Even when they're ham. (laughs) (laughs) That was one issue I had at the end with, I mean, yeah, she's in the ham costume. (laughs) But for the most part, she can see what's going on. And then when I ask her to say, well, what happened, she didn't exactly divulge all the details. It was hard to see. It was a a little window. True. And it was pretty dark and they're in the woods. Just the way they shot that scene made it. Look like she saw exactly what happened. Yeah, she, yeah. they were focused on yep. her eyes the whole time. And yeah, a couple of times she would look away and stuff. But it just made it seem like she saw everything. Yeah. So it was, that was just kind of weird. A little bit. That's all right. But we get Boo Radley. Yeah. He finally makes Robert his appearance. Duvall. With no lines. Nope. Because you don't need him. Nope. It's Robert Duvall. Yep. I was wondering where he was in all of this. Yeah, finally, so at the was end, I. Like, oh, I totally forgot he was Boo Radley. <laughs> they had their, that just adds to this moral in this story of um, just because society treats a certain person a certain way doesn't mean that they are yep. that person. I mean, both Tom Robinson, pretty much every black character in here, yep. society treats them a certain way, but they're not that way. Yep. And then same with Boo Radley. He was made out to be this boogeyman. Yeah. The ogre of the neighborhood, shall we say. But he was one of the good ones. <laughs> we didn't mean the whole neighborhood, but yeah. out of the people that we met, there was only a handful of decent people in the neighborhood. Well? <laughs> Just a statement of observation. I don't really have an opinion there. Was... Well, I don't know. Sheriff turned out all right. Sheriff was halfway decent in the end there. Yeah. And you could kind of tell with the judge, too, he... He seemed all right. He seemed all right and didn't seem happy with that verdict. Yeah. Well, that's part of the problem with jury of your peers. Quote, your peers. Oh, yeah. Your peers when it's 12 white men judging a a black man. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that. But it was the 30s in the South, I'm sure. Yeah. No such thing as a woman on a jury. Black people can't serve on juries either. They can vote, can't they? If they can pay the poll tax and pass the civics exam and mm, yeah, whatever through this hoop and else bullshit was still going on. And conveniently not get picked for a jury duty yeah. where the black man is a defendant. Yep. Mm. Again, things that are not brought up in here but kind of are visually. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the whole white savior thing. Mm-hmm. Because when he leaves the courtroom, and all the white people leave, and all that's just the black people in the balcony and the kids, yeah, they rise for 
Atticus as he leaves the courtroom. Stand up. Your daddy's passing. Yeah. Which was kind of a cool scene of respect and yeah. stuff, but it also gave off this white savior vibe. Well, yeah. Thankfully, they don't really harp on that too much in this movie. Yeah. Atticus is just a decent guy who did what was right. Yep. And there were some consequences to that. Dude tried to kill the kids, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> spat in his face and then tried to kill the kids. Mm-hmm. Fucking dick. But I guess that's what alcohol does to you? That's sort of alcohol and in racism here. does to you. Well, yeah. And the fact that Atticus challenged the lie he was telling. The societal whatever yeah. that was placed in that we're all going with. Why aren't you going with? Yep. How dare you take the side of a black man against me, even though I'm full of shit. I may be full of shit, but I'm white, so I'm right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. <sighs> yep. Fantastic movie, though. Yep. There's very, very little wrong here. Yeah. Just avoid the white savior message in here. And make your ham costumes more conducive to proper movement. Yeah. Although, I don't know, I think it kind of saved her from getting injured as well. Probably, yeah. Because she went on the ground a couple times, but there was padding with that ham. It's hard for a drunk man to get through paper mache. Um. (laughs) (laughs) That was weird. She couldn't find her dress and her shoes. I I don't know. I mean, I sort of believe it. Kids will lose their shoes. Oh, yeah. But it just seems. Why'd she take off the dress to put on the ham? You might have had to to fit into it. Maybe. I don't know. Why Probably didn't the ham I'm have sure... armholes? <laughs> well, that's a good question. But I'm sure when they made the ham costume, she wasn't wearing dresses when trying it oh, on. Oh, that's so true, they fit yeah. Into her tomboy outfit. But it looked big and hollow, so. Yeah, it did. I don't know. I clearly didn't go to a rural enough school because I never had a pageant showcasing the county's agricultural products. I thought my school was pretty tiny. <laughs> I. That was less of a thing when we were kids. True, by that point we had uh, globalization and yeah. whatnot. Yep. When I still came from pig farming country, but I never had to dress as a ham. You would have made a wonderful ham. Well, ham. thank you. <laughs> I would have chosen to be spiral cut. Ooh, fancy. Honey baked. Honey baked, yeah. Goddamn right. Did that diamond pattern. Yep. It's just the most randomest thing in here. All of a sudden, I'm dressed up as a ham. And it's kind of around Halloween. Yep. I hope that was her Halloween costume as well that year. I kind of want to be ham for Halloween now. Nice. It's a solid costume. <laughs> just make sure it says ham. Oh, yeah, I, I will absolutely no write ham on it. Yep, gonna otherwise know. no one will know. Yeah. yeah. Can't tell it's ham unless it's big white letters. <laughs> I suppose that's assuming if and you can read and write. Sorry, that was bad. Not, but you bring it up, though. It was pretty fun that Atticus did ask him in the court for everyone. Yeah. yeah. Can you read and write? Well, this is the Just 30s. Just because you're white doesn't mean you can read and write. Literacy was... It was less of a sure thing back then. Right. Absolutely. It's a valid... It is a valid concern. thing. Concern yeah. is not the right word. It's a valid question to ask in yeah. those days. They used to ask it on the census. Yep. Yeah, kind of interesting, because there's almost, that, like I said, that assumption that Tom couldn't read and write because he's black. Yeah. Well, then you must assume that all the white people can read and write. 
And at first in that scene, I thought, wow, she's just going to draw an X because he can't read and write. But he made a big to-do about, oh, of course I can. Yeah. But now it's just the left-hand thing. Yeah. That was it. His penmanship was garbage. Mm-hmm. He was very much a caricatured stereotype. That was great. But still believable. Yeah. I have yeah. met white people like him out in the country. That's true. There have been many caricatures I've seen of black people, and I'm like, I've not seen that. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah. And for the most part, a lot of those stereotypes are sort of mashed together in a stupid caricature way. Yeah. the white people stereotypes, they're actually kind of true, because we know like 12 people that are like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. But you still shouldn't stereotype. True. Period. No. We do it. We're going to keep doing it because that's just (laughs) how we are. But but try not to. Yeah. Instead, visit us at crackerclassics.com. And follow us on Twitter at crackerclassics. Support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash crackerclassics. Fund our stereotyping. (laughs) No. (laughs) Bad Ian. Uh, there's some money stereotype in there, something fat cats or... Ooh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. That'll never happen. We're not going to make that kind of money. No. You don't have to worry about that if you become a patron. Nope. Just get us new microphones. And maybe get to see a picture of Honey Bear trying to eat her leg. Mm-hmm. Don't radio. kill mockingbirds. No, that's a sin. They sing. They don't get into the corn... Don't Don't build nests in the corn cribs. That's right. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye.